there. Today, let's talk about British accent. One of the things which can be difficult when you're learning English is the different accents that native English speakers have. And I'm talking British English accents here. Clearly, there are hundreds of different accents around the world when people speak English. But let's focus on native English accents today. If you listen regularly to Adept English, you will be used to my voice and you probably understand what I'm saying pretty easily. You're used to my way of speaking, my accent. But if you move to the UK to live or to work or just to stay, then you might find that the local accent where you are is more difficult, more challenging. One of our listeners, Christian, got in touch and he's living in Yorkshire and finds the Yorkshire accent quite difficult, even though when he was in London, he could understand what people were saying there. So Christian, this one is for you, but I hope also it's helpful to other people who might be struggling with different English accents and specifically today, I'm going to tackle Northern English. I hope you find this helpful. Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. Don't forget that we have other Adept English podcasts on accent. Our most popular podcast is number 196, where I help you with a Scottish accent. I help you understand what the man is saying. And I've done similar podcasts to help you with different people's accents. So in podcast 230, I explain the Liverpool accent with the help of Jodie Comer, the Killing Eve actress, if you know her. In podcast 276, I work with a Welsh accent. That's one of our British MPs in the recording there. And in podcast 525, I help you with a strong Irish accent. I think it's useful to work with strong accents to help you get a sense of the accent. Sometimes people don't have quite such a strong accent as in these examples. So today, let's have a go at the Northern accent. I confess I'm not very good at doing different accents, but here I have a little bit of an advantage. Originally, I'm from the north of England, from Lancashire, near Manchester. So when I was younger, I had a very strong northern accent. It's changed because I left the north when I was 18 and I've been living in the south of England for more than 30 years now. I've not changed it on purpose. It's happened accidentally, but it has changed and my speech now is closer to received pronunciation or RP. It's not quite received pronunciation, but it's a lot closer than it was when I was younger. I'm in a situation where people in the South can still hear my Northern accent, but when I go home to see my family, they hear me as having a Southern accent. So I don't really fit anywhere anymore. And as regards the Northern accent, it isn't all the same. There are a lot of different accents and they're very distinctive. So Geordie, G-E-O-R-D-I-E, is one of the Northern accents. 
And that is the accent of people who live in and around Newcastle. That's up in the northeast. That's a whole different subject and a whole other podcast, that accent. And it's the same for a Scouse accent or a Liverpool accent. Think of the Beatles or, as I say, Jodie Comer. And of course, another accent which is very distinctive, although I would say this is from the Midlands, strictly speaking, rather than from the north, the Black Country or Birmingham accent. If you know the series Peaky Blinders, then this will be good practice for this Birmingham accent, or at least most of the time. I'm not sure the actors get it right all the time in that series. So today I'm talking about what you might call general northern accent. The two main counties in the north of England are Lancashire and Yorkshire. Those accents do have differences, but there are some broad similarities and knowing these similarities will be useful to you. The other counties in the north of England, Cumbria in the northwest and Northumberland in the northeast. Much of what I'm about to say about the general northern accent will be true for people from those counties as well. So often it's the vowels that are pronounced differently. You'll be familiar with one of these. While my voice has changed so that I sound a little bit more like a southerner, one thing I have retained of my northern accent is the flat A. And sometimes I've drawn your attention to the fact that my pronunciation differs in the podcast on certain words. So, for example, the word bath, B-A-T-H, or castle, or Newcastle. Castle is C-A-S-T-L-E. If I was speaking with received pronunciation, I wouldn't say bath, I'd say bath, and I wouldn't say castle, I'd say castle. I can't quite persuade myself to abandon my flat A. Would you like some more examples of this A sound that's different in the north? I'll say it closer to receive pronunciation first and then with more of a northern vowel sound. Fast, fast. Moustache, moustache. I like that one, moustache. Glasses, glasses. Grass, grass. And while we're on the letter A, there's a difference in the long A sound, the A sound as well. It's a flatter sound if you have a northern accent. It's more like an A and it's more A, plummy in the south. A couple of sentences to illustrate and I'll say it nearer to received pronunciation first of all. I've made a big mistake. I've made a big mistake. Today, my son has a play date. Today, my son has a play date. Sorry, I can only do the northern accent in a slightly deeper voice. I'm not sure why this is. Okay, and it's similar for some of the other vowels as well. The short vowel a uh, is different. So with RP, it's more like cup and buttercup. Cup, buttercup. But if it's a northern pronunciation, it's more like cup and buttercup, buttercup. The uh sound is a lot deeper. 
The long O sound is also different in the North. Received pronunciation would be, oh no. In Lancashire, it's more like, oh no. So it's another flattened vowel like the A sound. Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. I'm going to float in a boat and wear my coat. I'm going to float in a boat and wear my coat. And the ooh sound, that's often spelt with a double O. Well, that's different in Northern English too. When I first went to university at 18 with my best friend from my hometown, we were known for our Northern accents. It amused people, I'm afraid to say. And one of the phrases that people would ask us to say to illustrate our lovely northern accents was take a look in the cookbook. If you say that with received pronunciation, it's more like take a look in the cookbook, but take a look in the cookbook. There are other differences too. This is one of the ones I haven't heard talked about very much. On words like poor or door, sometimes in the north, this is pronounced as though it's got two syllables. So we might say poor for poor or doer, doer for door. I would pronounce it like that when I was younger. Another word that illustrates this, the word child, C-H-I-L-D. You might hear child child in the north, again, as though it's got two syllables. The short I sound, the I sound is different as well, especially where it occurs on the end of a word. Often there's an I sound on the end of adjectives. So in RP, it's more like an E sound, lovely. But in Northern English, we might say something more like lovely, lovely. Other examples? Silly becomes silly. Clearly becomes clearly. And pretty becomes pretty. Which brings me on to another difference. Did you hear that again? Pretty becomes pretty. Do you notice what else has happened there? It's lost the T sound. So sometimes in Northern English, you'll hear that glottal T where the T is actually missing. What about these words? Kettle, kettle. Bottle, bottle. Butter, butter. Glottal T doesn't just happen with the Northern accent either. There are other accents throughout the UK that use the glottal T. So Cockney from East London would be an example of an accent where there's a glottal T. Actually, we all use a glottal T to some extent. If I say my cat or my hat, I'm not really pronouncing the T very strongly. I'm not saying my cat and my hat. I think that's more usual where the T is on the end of the word. One last thing I'll talk about today that tends to happen often with a Northern accent. Sometimes the H is missed where it's on the front of a word. We refer to this as dropping your H's. So with a word like happy, H-A-P-P-Y, you might instead hear happy, I'm happy, as opposed to I'm happy. Where this is really noticeable is if it happens with your name. If your name starts with an H like mine, Hillary, 
becomes Hillary, Hillary, and names like Heather might be Heather, or Helen might become Ellen. So it's really noticeable sometimes that the H is dropped. Okay, I hope that's given you some help with Northern accents. It's not covered it fully, but I hope that it gives you some of the main differences. If you want help with other aspects of British accent or other British accents, then get in touch and let us know. And I can certainly do more Northern accent for you if there is a demand for it. So listen to this podcast as usual a number of times until you get used to the content and make sure that you understand all the words and the vocabulary as well. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.